On today's episode, I'm going to bring you guys back to speed with what's going on in not just the LCS, but also what's going on in my life, because there's something big on the horizon. So let's just jump right into it, guys. Hello, everyone, and once again, welcome to Kings of the Rift, your source for competitive League of Legends news and opinions. I'm your host, Gold Knight, and today we'll be talking about Liquid getting in the finals once again. But before we do that, I want to say thank you to all of you for listening. This podcast is available on iTunes, Anchor FM, and where all the other fine podcasts can be found. Leave me a review if you're on iTunes. It really helps to get this podcast noticed. And anywhere else you can find us, follow the podcast so you can get updates on when a new episode gets posted. Also, guys, if you're on Anchor, you guys can help me out and become a subscriber to the podcast. I've also set up a Patreon at patreon.com slash kings of the rift. And any bit of help is fantastic. And your support will help me keep making this podcast. With enough support, the episodes will continue to get better and better quality. Now, one final thing before we get started, after each episode is posted, I will begin a poll on Twitter to gauge your responses. I encourage all listeners to jump on in and join the conversation. You can find me on Twitter at Kings of the Rift, and a link will be in the description below. So, Liquid's back. And it was pretty convincing. The end of the season for them was very shaky, to say the least. But they 3-0'd FlyQuest, which one would assume they would, but, you know, but the lost streak, was it really going to do it that well? Hmm. I really think that they could probably take this finals. TSM's looking hot, but they came off a 3-2, and honestly... They didn't look fantastic in the first two games. And basically, TSM didn't look great, but Team Liquid did. And I think that's really where you have to say that's the difference in this finals. And I think if TSM can learn actually how to play against the Sonoteric combination without having to just ban it out. They might take a game or two if there's even going to be a any play from Team Liquid that actually says, yes, we're going to do this Sonoteric bottom lane, which, you know, has a ton of sustain and can poke, and Doublelift looked fantastic on that. There was points where he obviously didn't do too well when he would get caught or he would just get blown up. But honestly, it wasn't terrible. I've seen worse, trust me. And I honestly think that there's more to 
his play than you realize when it comes to mages like that. He's willing to take the dive. Um, and honestly, that the whole team kind of stepped up. Um, I know that Impact got the player of the series for their for that series against FlyQuest, which really says something because Impact is probably the weakest person on that team. If you really think about it from a, um, you know, first team, second team, you know, all LCS kind of thing, he might not even be in the, the, the talk of top, top laners, but he was able to hold his own against the rookie of the split Viper and do pretty well. And it wasn't on some Scion and some, you know, tanky champions and stuff like that. He was kind of balling on just Kennen and just the plays that he was able to pull off were fantastic. And honestly, I think the biggest thing that gave him that edge was the ability to keep down Viper. And that I don't think that can go... I don't think you can really understate that. To keep down someone as electric as viper and being able to kind of keep him bottled is actually fantastic and that will benefit team liquid when you come into this finals versus a pretty good top laner in broken blade some people would say that broken blade had a really bad beginning of the split and i agree because he just didn't I don't even know if it wasn't so much working well with the team. I think he tried to play a little too flashy. And he just kind of was like, all right, here I'm going to get on this Jax. Here I'm going to get on this, you know, this just champion that doesn't really work well with, with what my team wants to do. And then he eventually kind of was able to shore it back up and became a pretty decent top laner. As the season had gone on. Now we're at finals and we're trying to see if Impact can actually even keep him down. Which I think he can. Because if you're able to keep Viper down, Broken Blade's like a big like a big brother Viper. Like like if Viper had like steroids, then it would go to like Broken Blade. But not like really good steroids, just kind of like decent steroids. So basically what I'm trying to say is Broken Blade's a little bit better than Viper. Um, and I don't even know if Viper... Viper's considered a rookie, but is Broken Blade considered a rookie if he worked already in the TCL? Or do they have to work not at all? Um, you know, only in Academy or only something like that to be considered a rookie. I guess I really haven't looked at that too hard. But I think it's an interesting little kind of comparison to look at is that top laner. Because we've seen this mid lane matchup a hundred times. We've seen Jensen versus Bjergsen. And it's weird because it's truly a different kind of team than what we're used to seeing when we see Jensen versus Bjergsen. And... You can see TSM hasn't. It's, TSM has Team Liquid's card, and I don't know why, but Team Liquid just can't seem to beat them. 
Now, I think that's the, the, the finals is where they can change that. They have not just a best of one to say, oh, well, yeah, well, you guys won. They might lose the first game in that series to team or TSM, but I think at that point, the mental resiliency as well as the ability for Team Liquid to adapt will really be able to shine. Acadian's never been this far. Broken Blade hasn't been in the LCS before. And Smoothie, I think I think the pressure will get to him because he kind of seems pressure prone, at least when he's on TSM. And I don't know if it's because you know, you're on TSM, you're you're on the best, the, the most, you know, demanding NA team in just, in all of NA. You're just, you're on this most demanding team where the pressure's on you. You have to win. TSM lost, you know, in playoffs last year, and they weren't even able to make it to Worlds. You have to be that player who gets the TSM team back into finals back into the contention to go to worlds and that pressure is ridiculous and on Acadian and on Broken Blade and on Smoothie that might be a little too much and I definitely gonna think that you're gonna see a real hinge around that jungle position because we've seen before, Smithy is able to take a loss and able to come back from it. He can be completely just stomped on. And then he kind of just turns it around and pops off. And there you go. Even in the same game, you can see him do that. Not even just between the series. And you can't just get rid of that. You can't really say that that won't happen in this series because... It easily could. There's, It's so easy that he could just turn around and say, no, I'm not going to be tilted. I'm not going to be just, you know, brought down and really not, like, focused just because I got, you know, counter-jungled early and just because I got invaded and, and all that, which is something that TSM might want to do. They might want to get in there and put Acadian ahead, put Broken Blade ahead, because Bjergsen can probably win the mid lane, but Jensen's had times where he has just commanded a victory just on his own. And I think the really cool thing, and I haven't really talked a lot about Liquid because I really haven't been here for about a month, which I'll talk about after the break, but there's going to be a real difference between this Team Liquid and the previous Team Liquids. This Team Liquid kind of just is... It's good on all fronts. The weakest lane definitely being top lane with Impact, but Impact has really stepped his game up. And he's able to show that he's able to play those carry games. Those games where he's on Kennen, where he's on Jace. And even if he gets crapped on he can just come back there's no way he can't so I really just don't know where it is that 
TSM or anything like that really kind of gets the edge. Because if you knock down Jensen, we have double lift. You knock down double lift, we have Jensen. You knock down double lift or you knock down Jensen, you still have the top lane. You still have impact. And impact and Xmithy together, the ability to get in there to really disrupt things, could be stronger and are a stronger duo, I think, than Acadian and Broken Blade. I really think that there's a way that you can look at this team, this Team Liquid team, and just say they're a super team that's working. Now, I think at the end of the season, their issues are really focused around. I don't want to say complacency because I don't want to. I don't want to seem like I'm making an excuse. But it could be that well, we're gonna be in first place anyway. No one can catch us. Let's kind of just do our own thing. And that could be it. That could easily be it. Or the other teams are just surging at a different time. And But then you turn around and you see how Team Liquid played against FlyQuest and you say, wait a second, this is actually the team that I thought it was going to be? And it is. And it was. And it's fantastic. That Team Liquid is back to the point where they look like a titan. They look like someone who's really strong and is able to take down this other team. Now, that other team is TSM, who also is just monster. They're just, they're just a huge monster. They, you just face them, and you expect to lose. Especially Team Liquid, who hasn't had their number. There's really no way for TSM to not come into this game confident. But I feel like if they get knocked off early or the games aren't as commanding as you would think they would be for TSM, especially against this Team Liquid team who has kind of been their peon the whole time, you know, you're just able to say, well, well, we have your card. We know exactly what you're going to do and we're going to know how to def how to defeat you and just play better than you. If they're able to not just kind of smash them and let's say Team Liquid wins either the first or second game I think that's enough of a victory or a mental victory even that you can just pretty much I think take a win from there but I'm willing to see exactly when and where TSM falters because I think they will. Um, I don't think this TSM team is strong enough to make it. Um, I know they've made it this far, which is great. But I don't think they're going to make it much further. They're going to face up against Team Liquid. Team Liquid's going to possibly 3-0 them. They could do it. They've done it before. And if anything, maybe even a 3-1. But I don't see it much going further than that. I'll see you guys after this break. Alright, so basically guys, what have I been up to? 
That is something that you might ask. And honestly, what I've been doing is <laughs> basically nothing. Uh, which kind of sucks that it is nothing. But I've been kind of busy on the weekends, which is usually when I record these. And that's mainly because of my semi-pro gaming league that I have. Um, that my, that a company near me, um, it's Gaming Insomniacs is what it's called. And if you guys um, are interested in semi-pro gaming, and right now what we have is um, a couple of games actually there. is um, There's Call of Duty Black Ops 4, which is the main kind of attraction that we have right now. And I am actually a manager, which I think I said the last time I was on here. Um, I am a team manager for the team known as the Oneonta Hellhounds. Um, we're on Twitter, we're on Facebook and Instagram and all that different stuff. So I am the team manager for that team. And right now we're sitting at fifth in the league um, with 10 teams being in the league, which is decent. But um, we're pretty much a middle-of-the-pack team, which kind of sucks that we are. But we're getting there. Um, we have one more game. Everybody actually has one more game, uh, and that'll be this. Uh, not, not actually this weekend, but next weekend. The weekend of the 21st. Uh, so basically, that's what I've been up to. It's just kind of been uh, getting those guys ready for... Um, playoffs, which will be coming up um, after the week of the 21st, uh, just after Easter, actually. It'll be starting into, like, May and stuff like that. So that'll be fun, um, but that's kind of gotten a lot of my attention. And actually more recently, um, because we've been on a little, like, a couple-week break or so, um... Recently, I just did my first ever League of Legends tournament. Um, I, without, you know, I couldn't have done this without the help of Gaming Insomniacs, but I kind of had one thought one day and just said, you know what, I'm going to have a tournament. I want to have a tournament. I want to uh, start something new and actually have a fun little, uh, you know, fun get together and let's do a tournament that'd be that'd be so much fun um i'm not the greatest at league of legends um i like to analyze it though and i like to watch it and i love to to see competition and that's the biggest thing and that's what really drove me to want to make this tournament and we had a fantastic time um it was a free entry tournament with a 250 dollars prize which we ended up giving to the winning team, which was actually a team called Schluck. I hope I'm saying that correctly. Um, if anybody from Schluck is listening, good job, guys. Um, honestly, it's fantastic that you guys were able to get that far in the tournament. Um, we ended up, we did end up having six teams. Um, we were shooting for eight, but um, there wasn't enough players on one team, which would have made us seven, and then. Um, I couldn't get another team, so we ended up only having six teams, and uh, the finals ended up being test a team named Testudo versus 
the Team Schluck, which Team Schluck actually ended up winning, which is fantastic. Um, their jungler, Bizarre Magician, was fantastic and able to just really step it up. And he, oh my god, it's fantastic. He was on Rek'Sai and Kai'Sa. Not Kai'Sa, the other one, Kha'Zix. That's the word. Because jungle Kai'Sa would be ridiculous. But Rek'Sai and Kha'Zix were fantastic. And I had been saying, and I had done the commentating on the on the games leading up to it. And I've been saying, like, hey, keep an eye on this guy's Rek'Sai. Like, you shouldn't give it to him. In game one of the finals, they did. They gave it to him, and he popped off. I think at one point he was 15-1. and one. Just ridiculous. And it was 15 kills before he got that one death. So it was super fun. And honestly, I had a great time. I had a great time with the guys that I was working with. Um, that was DeSalvatore as well as uh, Formanzi. And those guys are just fantastic. I, I love working with those guys. And honestly, we're working towards something new. Um, eventually, I hope we're going to be doing more tournaments. Um, we're going to hope for maybe, you know, one a month or one every two months or so. Um, you know, varying prizes and different kinds of things like that. And that still needs to be worked out with, uh, with the company and how we're going to be doing everything. But honestly, the biggest thing, the thing that gives me the most joy right now has to be the fact that we're going to be starting a League of Legends championship series we're basically making an lcs of our own and it is going to be fantastic guys we're in the like infant stages like not even like not even infant stages pre-infant like we're in the the zygote stages of it right now but we're hoping to probably get it ready by fall or so um to be able to really get the thing going and we're not really sure how it's going to work out, but I will keep you guys posted with so much more information as it comes out. Um, so you guys need to keep an eye on my Twitter, on Gaming Insomniac's Twitter, on the Kings of the Rift Twitter. And I would love to get some people from that, from those, uh, from the from the league as well as the tournaments and all that. I would love to get them on here on Kings of the Rift and let me know if you guys want to see that. Tweet at me, please, because that's the only way I'll be able to see it. Um, you can tweet at me at Gold Knight. Or, sorry. Yeah, didn't, Gold Knight GG. That's what it is. I can't remember my own Twitter handle. So, guys, tweet me at, at Gold Knight GG. And uh, honestly, I'd love to see and hear from you guys and think what you. Or, and hear what you guys really have to say. Um, if you guys want to hear what the uh, what these players and these, uh, you know, they're going to be basically semi-pro players, um, what they're going to be saying and what they think and all that and how they, um, what they think about the game and different stuff like that, just let me know because I would love to do that for you guys. That's going to be so much fun and Honestly, that's what's been really kind of keeping me from this podcast. But I think that's really revitalized my love for League of Legends and really my love for um, creating content around that. So that's been basically it, guys. 
So I'm sorry I've been gone for so long, but I'm back now. So I will see you guys in the next episode. Bye-bye.